0: Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. Here's the audio from episode 153 of the YouTube show because we understand that watching a YouTube video isn't always easy, so we're going to pop the audio here for you to listen to. You can subscribe to All Beer Inside on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new Trending Topics and most of the Liskin avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you to rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you're getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Today we are in downtown Ottawa and joining me is Brad of Brew Donkey Tours. Good to Hi, have thank you. Thank you very much thank you thank for hosting us today. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about Brew Donkey mm-hmm. and everything that's involved. Uh, for those who don't know, Brew Donkey is a Ottawa based beer bus tour mm-hmm. uh, with add ons. Yep. But what's the story of Brew Donkey? So, the history,
1: the historical story, that like thing, that origin story, Spider Man style, I <laughs> guess
0: would be. Um, radioactive bus with beer on the beat. That <laughs> would be great.
1: Um, was walking through Victoria and Vancouver, personally enjoying all the different breweries they had. Saw many different breweries on that walk. Nine breweries in Victoria in two days. Uh, each one of them had a tour for, for me to be able to, to go on. And I walked from every brewery to every brewery. Uh, riding the ferry back uh, to Vancouver got a, did a, a seawall walk uh, kind of just to clear my mind and think and I was thinking why don't people do this in Ottawa we've got 12 breweries and in that thinking I realized we have 12 breweries but none of them are within walking distance even though I would have liked to walk to a bunch of breweries at that point the 12 breweries were spread out across the city nobody could have walked between even two of them <laughs> without a, a very good pair of shoes and probably a, a, a camping gear. <laughs> uh, so made the decision that I was going to uh, come back to Ottawa and try to help people get beer that they liked. I was drinking a lot of craft beer at the time, and I was, you know, by the fact that I went to nine breweries in two days in Victoria. Uh, so I, I came back and thought, I've got to create this, this, uh, this business idea. Mm-hmm. Um, got home. Uh, started the work in kind of July, August. It was going to be a beer tour service and a home delivery service for craft beer because at that point the LCBOs and the beer store in Ontario were pretty restrictive and breweries weren't doing home delivery. And it was 2013. Mm -hmm. So the model opened and We called it Brew Donkey, Uh, there's a humorous story behind that which takes about 15 minutes and is rather funny, (laughs) but uh, we called it Brew Donkey because we didn't want it to be Ottawa Craft Beer Tours or Mm -hmm. Ottawa Craft Beer Delivery, we just wanted it to be one thing that represented both, so Brew Donkey fit, Mm -hmm. so why are we not called Ottawa Craft Beer Tours? It's because Brew Donkey fit two models, but now nine years later it's really hard to change a brand. (laughs) That being said, I do own Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine you'd already invested with merch and <laughs> the name, the recognition, so it's just changing it would be absurd when yeah, you think about it. Uh, Brew Donkey is pretty unique, but when you think about it, it's the donkey's job to kind of carry everything. It sounds like you guys are doing that. So yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much, I guess, kind of, I'm assuming you threw a lot at the wall. you like, this sounds too basic. This sounds not yeah, so, so fun. Uh, this. Our
1: graphic designer, when I gave him Brew Donkey as the name and told him what I wanted, he said, have you thought of Brew Mule? And I said... Ahead, but brew mule is horrible to say. Uh, to say brew mule for the for the next years of my brew mule, yeah. brew mule is the iteration <laughs> on that is horrible. My mouth would have had to grow a new tongue in there just to get brew mule out without <laughs> being frustrated. Yeah,
0: uh, it's it's pretty unique. And like, like I said, I mean, we're saying before that you, know, you guys are your own company. You're not part of a, some giant conglomerate type thing, which yeah. is. Kind of, you know, there's not a lot in Canada that I'm aware of Mm -hmm. where it's an independent business, more or less.
1: Uh, In in Ottawa, there's uh, no other producers of of beer tours. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just recently got an amazing company across the river called uh, Adventure Urue. Mm -hmm. They're just starting out and they're doing a Gatineau beer tour, which is pretty amazing. Uh, But in Ottawa, there's nothing else and hasn't been for the nine years Mm -hmm. that we've been in operation. Uh, Across Canada, though, there is a couple other companies that are are running. uh, Canada Craft Connections, they're a good group doing tours in all of Canadian cities, mostly on the West Coast, and they're moving into Ontario now. But uh, just like the craft beer community was in 2013, I truly believe that there is no reason to... Fight your your competitors, mm-hmm. or even play nasty with competitors. Yeah. The craft beer community in twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen and fifteen was very, very much a, a, a community and camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And anytime I hear of a new uh, business in Ontario, or, or when Advento uh, Uduwe opened up, I just I sent them a message saying, "Welcome to the, the beer community." Yeah. yeah. We're we're really happy about more because more will mean more people want to come to the city to explore, just like you guys yeah. from Montreal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've you know, when my craft beer journey started there in Montreal at the Mondial, god, 15 to 18 years ago now, I mean, I've been drinking craft beer a long time, and somebody's like, hey, a friend who just moved out to Ottawa, uh, he's like, dude, you should come here and try some craft beer. Mm-hmm. And so I'd literally go on Google and have to use my TomTom Tom GPS at the time because I have no idea where I'm going downtown Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, and so I would put on Notepad the exact addresses, and then I would add everything in a map to, like, I'm just, like, guys like yourself just make my life so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and so I guess that brings us to, like, how,
1: what we kind of do here. Yeah. Um, you guys are in for a bit of a treat today, and because I usually like to have these chats with a beer and, mm-hmm. and let's we could talk about your route that you're going on quickly. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Awesome, so today you're going to uh, Bicycle Craft Brewery and I've got some of the beer from them Their Frequency, which is one of their selections that's in the LCBO, mm-hmm. uh, one of their flagship beers. It's not their like, their, their Velocipede was the first one they got into the uh, LCBO, but the Frequency is the one that I think is their best seller right now. So I'll, uh, I'll give you guys some sound yeah, clips. Yeah, sure. For, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, and we got these brew donkey glasses, which I'm going to send you guys uh, home with oh, as well. Oh, that's more than generous. We uh, absolutely. Uh, we also brought out some sunsplit yeah. because it's delicious and yeah. it normally resides on this tour. Cheers. As you do on the show, toast.
0: Yeah, this is their APA, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is solid, like malty with that, that right amount of hops from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So today's tour
1: is our Yeast End Tour, Y-East yes. End Tour, and it's going to visit three breweries in the East End. Mm-hmm. Now, when we started, this is kind of a conversation on, on, on how we create our, our trips. Okay. So we, when we started, we had 12 breweries in 2013. And <laughs> so we had the Yeast End and the Brewers East, which went out to Bowes, and then we had West Ferments and Western Libations. And then we had downtown city beers mm-hmm. and that was it. We had five different routes yeah. and that collected all of the different breweries that we had. Now, uh, 40 breweries within, between Embrun and Perth, which is the radius that we operate in. Yeah, That's 40 different breweries. So we have ye- the Yeast End tour, but we'll uh, change the different breweries that are in the East End mm-hmm. that we visit. So today's is Bicycle Craft Brewery, Broadhead Brewing Company, and um, Stray Dog Straight Dog Brewing yeah. Company. And with uh, with that route, we can change up the East End to have maybe Dominion City mm-hmm. and Orleans Brewing Company and North of Seven Distillery or Vimy Brewing Company or Shillow. All of them yeah. are in the East now, plus a couple others I might have forgotten. Yeah, and that's the, that was the original format of how we were going to create our routes, which was uh, curated directionally, and uh, I guess,
0: uh, yeah, so that's the trip you're taking today. Because I remember when, when I saw, i heard of you guys, and I never really thought, like, yeah, I don't know about a brew bus tour interview, that sounds weird to me, but that was when we first kind of started the show, and then we were at Stray Dog, and we saw your bus pull up with the lights and the decorations and everything, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about after. It's like, oh, yeah, let's interview these guys, mm-hmm. like... This is another local company that, yeah, yeah, we might not be huge as a show, but still, we're getting eyeballs on you for people who might not, who might come from Toronto and have never done a brew bus tour in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Oh, crap. Brew donkey's right there. Yeah, Out of Toronto or Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. And the website's, I mean, the website's full of all sorts of trips. Yeah. Uh, Especially coming up now, uh, when this episode is out, you'll have your... Halloween stuff coming up. The uh, all about the booze. All about the booze. B O O Z. Z. And actually, by the
1: time this comes out, uh, that trip will already be sold out. There's okay. only three tickets left on our October 29th. All about the booze. Wow. Uh, at time of filming, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's it's the popular one because yeah.
0: it's the weekend of Halloween when you don't have to send your kids out that same <laughs> night or the next day. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you get a lot of because uh, you know the world of podcasting is covered by the paranormal and serial killers. So I'm sure you get some people who are like, "Ooh, haunted stuff!" Yeah, <laughs> so. it is great. That that trip is amazing. It's it was it's part of our our series where we
1: started to try to collaborate with uh, other other businesses. Mm-hmm. 2015, from the beginning, we've always I always built this company not as a tourist product as much as a a local tourist product. Yes. So in Ottawa, we've got Orleans, Canada, Barhaven, Stittsville, all the different neighborhoods and regions. Our products are great for tourists that are yeah. coming to town, but they are best for the locals. Because there is 40, you have no idea where they all are. Yeah. So you come on the east one, you come on the west one, you come on the, the western elevations, you'll head over to the uh, some of our other trips. And so in that kind of design and, and dream, I thought... How do, once they've finished all the breweries, how do I keep them coming back? Or how do I get new people to find out we exist? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you're a, you're a fan of a haunted experience and you hear that there's a beer tour with a haunted experience. Yeah. And then you find out donkey exists. So that was what we had originally kind of imagined of both supporting local breweries and telling more people that we exist through uh, products that are marketing tools. Yeah. So, the All About the Booze, though, has been successful for about four years. You go to two, uh, a brewery and a cider company. The mm-hmm. cider company is at the uh, Haunted Farm. Yeah. And then you get RIP passes instead of general entry. <laughs> and the RIP passes mean when there's 200 people lining up to get onto the hayride. Yeah. You go right to the front. That's fantastic. Which is important because we're only there for two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: When, when you would first started uh, Brew Donkey and you were going to the breweries, you like, yeah, yeah, we're starting a, a brew tour. I'm assuming most of them were very welcoming. I mean, I do find a lot of people in, most people that we've dealt with in the craft beer industry have been very welcoming and opening when they have the time available. And clearly that's a big thing is when you have the time available.
1: When I got back from that trip out to Victoria and Vancouver, I was pretty jacked, pretty excited. I I went to a couple of breweries here and there and and had that conversation. Mm -hmm. And if I was lucky and there was an owner there and I, I would chat with them. But in that summer, July, I went to literally the plaza that we can see there on the front lawn of mm-hmm. City Hall because uh, yeah. we're up here on the 10th floor and you can see that plaza. There was a craft beer festival happening there, the Ottawa Craft Beer Fest a la 2013. And I had just got off a shift at a catering company where I was working and I went around to all, uh, as many breweries as I could. And In that moment of, of going around, I got a couple of busy people uh, responses mm-hmm. from some breweries. Well. I had walked around during a busy beer festival with a lineup behind me and I wanted to have a conversation about business. Like that's not something you're supposed to do. Um, So I figured out that, Oh, maybe just a a light introduction to who I was and the business cards that I printed very quickly down Mm -hmm. at the staples. And, and and it all was going mildly. Okay. Until I I got to, um, the booth of, um, Kitchissippi, your company. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and Big Rig. And in that moment, the two owners kind of walked out with me and said, this is an amazing idea. Let's do this. And I, we're gonna introduce you to all of our, our, all of our colleagues here. Let's mm-hmm. go. And then they just walked me around to the booths and I was walking then around with owners of breweries yeah. telling me how amazing this concept was. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, it yeah. was great. <laughs> After that, people understood what I was doing and it was a, it was a good stroke of luck. But that, after that, I had, I had to literally drive to every single brewery and convince them. There was 12, so it was a little busier. Yeah, yeah. But uh, once we told them what we wanted to do with the beer tour side, very interested. We asked them what they wanted. We didn't tell them what mm-hmm. we would do for them. And there were some things that they didn't want. They didn't want 40 people attending their brewery with the whole focus of drinking. Because mm-hmm. they'd had buses show up like that. So we said, all right, we'll limit it to 25 which is the limit on most of our tours. Yeah. Um, we want a tour guide with them that's going to keep them on time and in control and make mm-hmm. sure you're timely. Don't show up an hour late. Um, and another thing is we want to talk to people <laughs> and that's been our format yeah. ever since we started. So um, we, we bring small-ish intimate groups, not 40, even yeah. though the capacity of all of our buses is 40. Yeah. We, we, we make sure that there's a time for them to speak to you and we make sure that
0: they are the highlight yeah, and respected. Yeah. That's what I like hearing is like we're focusing on the customers, but as well, we're getting you to these breweries maybe you've never been to before, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, not everybody's going to Orleans most of the time. Yeah. Everybody's coming downtown.
1: When you come downtown, so. our pickups are downtown.
0: We're mm-hmm. right in the core. At that
1: point, you don't have to worry. Okay. We're going to drive you to Orleans, even though you might not have put that on your bucket list. Yeah. But if you're coming to Ottawa for craft beer, Orleans should be on your bucket list and so should Canada, mm-hmm. because Orleans in the East End is where the IPAs live. There are some great breweries downtown here that are are, are doing amazing beers, but the IPAs are concentrating. It's almost like hops float downhill and Orleans <laughs> is, is a little bit downhill. The multi beers are primarily on the East and some, some amazing sours and funks, mm-hmm. but. The East is where the IPAs are living,
0: but uh, there is some good stuff. Yes yeah. I've seen it at where you've added on um, too as well. You've toured a, a Red Blacks game for yeah. those who aren't aware. This it, the Red Blacks are a CFL Canadian Football League team. Uh, how did that come about? Like you're dealing with, I mean, I, I'm assuming you're not dealing with Randy Ambrosi, the commissioner of the no. CFL but you're dealing with the president or whoever of the Red Blacks organization and TD Place. So uh, that one
1: is an interesting one. It's really fell into our laps. Uh, The the history, and I'll be quick about it, Mm -hmm. you gotta send you on a beer tour. Um, (laughs) A bachelor party on one of our public tours of like six or eight guys, I had heard that they had had a good time and they were asking about the owner mm-hmm. while I was at the office, which was across from their final destination. So I came over and chatted with them. And it was uh, an amazing gentleman who at that time was the um, sales manager okay. at the Sens uh, Centre at CTC at that time. I think mm-hmm. it was the Canadi- it was not the Canadian Tire Centre, but uh, we chatted, we got to, uh, got to kind of having a beer together, and we stayed in contact on LinkedIn. And he left that organization and went over to OSEG, which is the Ottawa Sport and Entertainment Group, mm-hmm. which manages TD Place and the Red Blacks, and at that time also the Fury. Yeah, the Fury, okay. Yeah. Which is the uh, the football club mm-hmm. that's there, not sport football, but like European, European football. football. Yeah, so he uh, and I had a couple of beers over over the year uh, prior to that, and we they were looking to get more people interested in the football club that they were trying to promote which was the fury and we definitely had a market of people that were could be interested in football Mm -hmm. as well as beer and they were trying to be more crafty at the stadium so they put together a program which i couldn't say no to which was they were trying to animate the uh, east end end zone Mm -hmm. so they put together a uh, beer party on the field which included our bus backing onto the field and being in the end zone on the east side for the whole game and so i'm like yes (laughs) uh, i will do that and so we filled the bus uh, all all three of them sold out and it was a great success and after that the fury uh, left eventually and uh, and now it's the Atletico, but we haven't uh, had a relationship with them yet mm-hmm. because then we moved on to the Red Blacks. And last year, as soon as the pandemic uh, had cleared, uh, the first time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cleared, cleared the first time, we 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 relaunched with the Red Blacks, okay. um, and that was a, a, a beautiful collaboration. All those sold out as well. And this year's been been a good success yeah. as well. But we, we we did every game instead of just three or four. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we've saw we've seen quite a bit of uh, different games, and some some are more popular than others. Yeah, but
0: yeah. I think by the point that this airs, they'll all be done by that point. I'll have to come out here with my Alouettes jersey on one day and uh, get booed off the bus because no, uh, no, as- no, no, no. If you're <laughs> if the, the people that was the one that somehow had the most tourists
1: on it last year, it was uh, I think uh, two thirds uh, of the bus were from Ottawa and a third was from Montreal. Yeah because they're trying to figure out how to get to the game, and we showed up in the search, uh, and they were like, a beer tour, beer, and, <laughs> and then yeah. go to the game, and yeah. I don't have to play, pay for parking, yeah. and it'll pick me up right near where my hotel is anyway. Yeah, big so good yeah. light bulb there.
0: Now, that's, uh, like, I'm surprised when when I tell local Montrealer, I'm like, man, the Ottawa beer scene, and they're like, what? I'm like, how do you not, if it's two hours away, you just, you don't, never drink a drive, so always find yourself a designated mm. driver, or somebody who's willing to, to drink, in moderation mm-hmm. and make sure, or you know, Get plenty of hotel. hotels, plenty of yeah. Airbnbs, even though I'm no longer trying to support them as much personally. But mm-hmm. um, there's stuff you can rent, uh, and just there's no reason to be behind the wheel when you're drinking. So, yeah. so the trips uh, the trips themselves are, are, are designed under that guise as mm-hmm. well because you know,
1: self touring is easy for everybody that's not driving. Mm-hmm. I recently got my bus license because there's a bus driver shortage and in, in, with included in the labor shortage that's <laughs> happening right now. And I finally got it in July. And the first week that I had it, um, the company that we use for our buses, this is a good time to talk about our bus. Um, they said, we got a driver shortage. Uh, our One of the buses we were going to rent for that weekend just didn't have a bus for it. So he said, you got your license, right, Brett? <laughs> and they just handed me the keys. I'm like... Okay, here we yeah. go. Insurance? Uh, uh, no, nope, well, I'm sure they, they insured me. Yeah. Everything's good. Um, so our buses, all of them that we send our tours out, mm-hmm. are all rentals. Yeah. We have okay. a beautiful branded bus with our logo on the side and tables on the interior. Um, they've got live edge tables and booth seating and a selfie booth in the back. That's a wrapped and reconstructed bus that's owned by the company that we deal with. Okay. okay. So we deal with the one company that's primarily a school bus company, and then we use their buses on weekends for charters. So those school buses they're education colored mm-hmm. and this is an educational experience so it works yeah and uh so when we have five buses out on one day i've got one brew donkey bus and four of the education colored yellow buses mm-hmm. and that's how we've been operating for the nine years yeah. i don't i didn't have buses to worry about during the pandemic i didn't have insurance to keep up i just rented when i needed them yeah. so for the 11 months of no revenue there was 11 months of no maintenance and there was yeah. 11 months of no insurance and there was I also didn't think about my bus. Yeah, because I didn't have one to yeah. worry about. So convenient that way.
0: Outside of kind of like obviously the pandemics and stuff uh, causing everybody issues, mm-hmm. um, even before we started, when the, the germination of brew donkey was happening, it's like, do you know who you had to approach when it came to the city council mm-hmm. or government agencies? And clearly, LCBOs and beer stores are another thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like. How, how did that journey, like, was that a pain in the butt journey more so than, like, did you have the questions like, why am I even doing this? I'll, I'll leave the one about AGCO uh, aside because
1: even though that was at the beginning, the most confusing one, we no longer operate that business. Mm-hmm. And it is happily gone for good reason. It was very complex, okay. a lot of red tape. The requirements to start a bus tour company, one of the reasons we use that rental system is because the transportation laws around public transportation are pretty complex Mm -hmm. and onerous for good reason because you are transporting the public. And in my mind, I thought, okay, if I want to transport under nine people, I could get a limo license Mm -hmm. or a a, a taxi license uh, or something along those lines and then stay away from the public vehicle's operating license. And I, I was looking at all these rules and regulations that I would have to be applying for and uh, adhere to, and none of them were exciting to me. And I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed the idea of starting this company. So I didn't want to start a company that I knew I would hate mm. doing, like all of these, these, these requirements. So that's why I started renting. Mm-hmm. So then I can focus on being an entertainment company that gets you to breweries in a timely, educational manner. Yeah, yeah. Boom. That's it. So then I leave all the rest to them. So, But one thing that, um, even though we looked into it, was Tico, the Travel Industry Council of Ontario. Ontario has a, an overseeing body that uh, protects consumers from uh, potential fraud or uh, being left high and dry if a travel agency is bankrupt. Say Sunwing yeah. went bankrupt, yeah. as an example. It hasn't, as far no. as I know. <laughs> <No>. And um, <laughs> that All those guests are stranded down in Mexico. Well, Tico would step in to get them home. But they looked at our trip design in 2015, and they believed that we were supposed to be a travel agency Mm -hmm. with all of the regulations and with all of the registrations. We believe we are exempt. Long story short, we told them, no, we're not going to become one because we believe we are exempt. They said, that's too bad, become one. I said, are you sure? They said, we talked about it in the office, and you are. And I'm like, now <laughs> oh, give us money, now give us money. <laughs> I'm like, so you're judge, jury, and executioner, all <laughs> yeah. in one, and I have nobody to complain to. Uh, a hard, hard couple of nights sleeping, and then I was thinking about, okay, well, what's the, what's the biggest problem here? Well, selling these trips is illegal unless you become a travel agency. And I just got, I got stubborn. Uh-huh. I said, okay, selling them is the problem. They're free. <laughs> and so I wrote up the press release. <laughs> I, 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 I had the website changed. I called my my web developer. I'm like, you need to do this. He's like, what? I'm like, just do it, okay? And I wrote the press release. And I also started an Indiegogo campaign that was like, hey, you know, if you yes. really want to support us, by the way, we're going through some red tape. Uh, send us some money on Indiegogo. Yeah. Well, the press release got some traction, we definitely got some calls from some uh, government bodies asking us, hold on, <laughs> you're doing what? <laughs> it's now free? Like, well, I didn't want to stop. Yeah. I didn't want to say like, okay, well while we deal with this, we're not operating, because then all yeah. the momentum from two and a half years at that point would have been cut off. Mm-hmm. So we continued the momentum, the momentum picked up for finding out who we were, which was important. And I didn't want to stop bringing people to these breweries. Our whole goal was to get people to breweries, and we still did that, even though I did it for no money. Um, the end result, though, was a lot of people found out about us, and Tico and, and uh, the governing body that in the government that oversees Tico uh, let Tico know and let me know that we're considering making some changes. Let's find a workaround temporarily. Mm-hmm. And we worked with them, uh, Tico and at uh, the Ministry of Government and Consumer Services, uh, which is an Ontario overseeing body, and we waited. And then the following July from April, the law was in place that allowed us to operate without any requirements.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And so now, that was the biggest yeah. stumbling block, that was the biggest red tape that we ever dealt, have ever dealt with. Aside from getting a letter from Health Canada for doing a cannabis tour. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I didn't want to fight. I didn't want to yeah. fight that one. I'm yeah. like, there's one cannabis destination in Ottawa I'm not fighting it for a while. Yeah, no,
0: no. no. It's not like you're in Vancouver or from what I've seen. Like, I was in the Waterloo region, mm-hmm. uh, like, around uh, Easter. And it's just shops everywhere. I'm like, if I, just, I were into this, I'd I'd be so happy right but now. I but, didn't but,
1: want to bring people to a shop. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't bring people to the
1: LCBO yeah. or the beer store. I wanted to bring them to where they make it. Yeah. And we were. And that was bad. Yeah, because
0: yeah. Yeah, then you can't bring them to a, a marijuana growth field anywhere that... I don't even know what the closest one is. Uh, well, so. we had one in Smith Falls, <laughs> okay. Tweed, and they yeah. were doing a, a, a
1: great job on the tourism side, and we were bringing a bus. We wanted to bring buses to them, mm-hmm. and that was that was not considered okay. compliant with Health Canada's Cannabis Act.
0: Uh, at least right now. I mean, things yes, are constantly yes, changing. Yes, so. I, I hope it's changing. Yeah, um, but but I'm not fighting that. So no, I'm not, I don't, I'm not worried. Well, Brew Donkey. It's not like you're. Uh, I literally, donkey, I literally um, bought the
1: domain <laughs> name Ganja Mule in yeah. twenty, because that is much easier to say than Brew Mule. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I, I bought it in twenty sixteen, expecting that you know everybody it was on everybody's mind whether it was legal. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we created a whole. Uh, my my web developer again was like, you want me to do what? Yeah. <laughs> so we skinned my website and hosted it exactly the same, but in green. Um, but it said Ganja Mule instead of Brew Donkey, mm-hmm. and when anywhere you clicked, we created the tour types, everything like Mary Jane's Walk and yeah, uh, and a bunch of other thing uh, that, that you know for the tour types. And whenever they clicked anywhere, it went to our Brew Donkey website and said, "Haha, got you!" Because we released it on it. Fools, yeah. and if you're interested in taking a tour with us, here's four dollars and twenty cents off.
0: <laughs> Love it. You do have some very unique promotions. I mean, when I went on the website, I saw, uh, you know, Beers and Pile Drivers. You're Mm -hmm. teaming up with the local independent federation, C4. Uh, I'm a big, huge wrestling fan. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, I have to come back for that. We
1: have been partnering with them since, I think, 2018. Uh, The Hops and Elbow Drops Tour is our one of those collaborations where we we try to uh, help the people that love things in town Mm -hmm. do the things they want to do but with something they already are going to do beforehand anyway, which is a, a great pre-drink. So we're helping them get to the local crapperies beforehand. We feed them, we get their ticket, and there's reserved seating. Mm. So it's like a premium version of attending that yeah. event that's already 25, 30 yeah. bucks. So that one, the, we, we worked with them uh, since 2018, as I said, and they every year we, we just send them a message, like, give us three of your shows, and we'll... we'll Wrap a tour around mm-hmm. it, and yeah, Mark at, at uh, C Four has been really good to us, and his his I think they're 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 happy to see us, especially when we bring twenty five people.
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of wrapping around that too. Like wrestlers are, you know, sports entertainers, as they're mm-hmm. called in, in other places. Are kind of suit of celebrities. Have you ever had somebody famous or a celebrity on one of your tours? Mm-hmm. Because we're a
1: beer tour company, we have a beer bus, that a beer tour bus that is, is, is a wonderful space to entertain people on mm-hmm. because it's got these tables. One of our tour partners, uh, Bose, All Natural Brewing Company, yep. the, they had asked us whether they could rent the bus for uh, a private event. And the private event was to launch to all the bars in town the Tom Green Summer Stout. <laughs> And so Tom Green Summer Stout—they were going to bring cases of it around to every bar and say, "Hey, here's here's a case of this Tom Green Summer Stout." But they, their their sales reps could have did that. Mm. But the way what they did, as I, I'm sure you can see it coming, is they put yeah. Tom Green on the bus. That's amazing. And Tom Green came in and handed them a case <laughs> of a beer with his face on it, and that was that was the that was the trip. So Tom Green was on the bus, and wow. Uh, Having, having a good time enjoying enjoying the experience of getting uh you know effectively and timely shuttled we didn't provide any <laughs> tours in this one it was just a, a private charter yeah. which we almost never do and uh, the end result was uh i had to go home early i chose to go home early because tom green uh was is a very he's a very fun guy and yeah. i last thing i remember is him free pouring tequila into my mouth at a local <laughs> restaurant <laughs>
0: But I went home. <laughs> I'm, like,
1: I'm out. I can't keep up. I'm out. This is not beer anymore.
0: I'd lost my traction. That's, that's, like, as a Canadian, you know, Tom Green's up there. You know, yeah. Just Everybody knows kind of his, like, you know, oh, he moves to the States. He has mm-hmm. Freddie Got finger. He marries Drew Barrymore. Divorce. Yeah. Still kind of doing movies, a podcast. Literally chainsawed, like, a late-night desks, uh, late-night mm-hmm. host guest. It's just yeah, his stories, the stuff he did to his parents' house. It's... Mm-hmm. He also free poured uh, tequila into the owner of Brew Donkey's Mouth, yeah. which is like,
1: that's like chainsaw yeah. a desk and yeah. that
0: the two. Oh, you can always be like, yeah, oh, what celebrity poured liquor down your throat? Because <laughs> I've got Tom Green. Let's see. I've only gotten to like meet a couple of celebrities real quick when I was doing extra work when I was like yeah. 18, 19. I didn't really get to hang out and drink with Nick Cage while they were filming Snake Eyes in the, in the old Montreal Forum. It was oh, like, uh, go away from the celebrity, okay? <laughs> so, oh my God. or you're like, I'm getting pretty sauced with Tom Green. So, yeah. that's that's a story and a half. Yeah. Besides, kind of, I guess, the private ones that I great books. Mm-hmm. Was there any one that just somewhere you randomly showed up and just made that tour memorable? <laughs> uh, we've had some. We've
1: had both memorable tours from a positive perspective and let's talk about those and then memorable from a negative perspective (laughs) we are in an alcohol tourism industry so and one one of them surprised me in a good way Uh, obviously we're we're very we're we're progressive company we like supporting breweries we like supporting good breweries we Mm -hmm. like supporting good people it's about the community that it is craft beer and in the last uh eight months obviously uh, a lot of things have been brought to light about the craft beer industry for yeah. uh, for the betterment of the industry. Yes. Yeah. And all we've always had it uh, in the forefront of our mind to be respectful to the breweries since since we started there's always been a uh, a policy of making sure that people are are well taken care of at the breweries. We, we are yeah. VIPs when you go there, but you are not the most important person okay. there. And so you always need to make sure that you're being good to other people at these breweries. And Recently, we had a group show up, a bachelor party, love bachelor parties, they're great to be, to be had, and they were all wearing some amazing artistic representations of uh, the female body, okay. and it was not going to fly on yeah. our tour, yeah. and I was stressing out, there were 13 out of 20 people on the tour, and I really didn't want... They need them to go out. We did yeah. this on the bus, uh, so I, I, I walked up with a handful of sharpies, and I'm like, "Guys, you're you're gonna have." They're like, "It's okay. We brought t-shirts. We thought this might happen." <laughs> and so then they all like yeah. changed their shirts uh, and put on their regular t-shirts and put them away,
0: and we had the tour. So yeah. that
1: was that was both could have been the worst and was the best.
0: Yeah, uh, the fact that they knew what they were doing. Uh, you know, uh, having had to organize a bachelor party before, mm-hmm. and uh, the bachelor at the time was like, Nah, eh, I don't care about strip clubs. I'd be like, Okay, but we're still gonna dress you up like a jackass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a picture of one of his drunkest pictures ever where he's like drunk. And he's like, eh. And we had to put that on his chest mm-hmm. and wrote, Sorry, ladies, I'm taken. And then dragged him around downtown Montreal, yeah. bring him out to the bars, making him do stupid things. But at no point did we want other people to feel unsafe. And that's like the important thing uh-huh. is you want people on your tours to feel like they're safe Our tour guides uh, they're the thing that they always need to remember is that
1: no guest is more important than any other guest uh, it's it's about the full group mm-hmm. uh, somebody having a good time being loud and enjoying themselves is different than somebody infringing on the enjoyment of other people mm-hmm. and we don't want that yeah so that's that's one of their 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 caveats if, if somebody's having a good time that is infringing on the enjoyment of other people's enjoyment Then we've got to step in, and we do. They do their absolute best. Mm -hmm. Uh, But beyond that, uh, some of our like our best experience, some of our most amazing experiences have been some of these amazing collabs that we've got to do. We partnered with uh, Crashed Ice, okay, Uh, and the the uh, Red Bull Rallycross. Yeah, like the team from Red Bull Rallycross reserved a seat. Uh, at the aviation museum where the rally cross was happening. We were in touch with their management team. We also did a, an amazing collaboration with The Briar, mm-hmm. Bus Beer Briar, where we got ex- 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 exclusive seats to The Briar included in the ticket. And all those sold out there really well. We've had some incredibly unsuccessful collaborations that were still amazing. Like we had uh, our board game and beer tour combo, which was Hop on Board. Mm-hmm. Also, our names. Extremely punny yeah, all the time. Yeah, Do yeah, everything we can. Sure. Sip, axe, and relax. Yeah. I can't actually say sit back and relax yeah. anymore. I say sip, axe, and relax. Um, we've got uh, the hops and elbow drops, which uh, mm-hmm. you mentioned. We have a new one called Final Draft, which okay. is uh, going to two breweries and then watching a drunken cinema mm-hmm. experience. It's a. Tr- it's 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 like. The Room and <laughs> uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, but they've turned many movies into okay. participatory movies, yeah. and they have a liquor license at the at the actual uh, the the
0: cinema, and that's at the end of November. And and you're then, gonna uh, make me broke, and to keep coming back. And, uh, I mean, the cinema experience alone is as somebody who loves, you know, who's I've seen The Room. Uh, with my videographer Phil, we went to a live reading of The Room, followed by watching The Room. I know. Uh, I went. I was out in Cleveland. I saw The Disaster Artist, which is based on The Room, mm-hmm. and then the cinema next door had The Room. Uh, I've mm. unfortunately never done the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know that's a, big th- a huge thing in Montreal. Yeah. I went but... to see as a test to see if this was going to work, and uh, we did uh, the...
1: Uh, oh, I'm blanking on that. Oh, the wedding singer with Adam Sandler. <sighs> yeah. And every time there was a, a, a kiss on screen, you had to cheer. Yeah. And uh, an applause. Yeah. So those... this one that we're going to be seeing, we don't know what the film is yet, but November twenty fifth. Another uh, collab we're going to do is "Brood to You Live," which is a, a concert. As well as two breweries and a meal beforehand, and then reserved seating at the concert. So, yeah, bringing in the live music thing because yeah. live music in Ottawa and everywhere around the world's obviously seen some hits, and yeah. obviously we want to support them just like we would support, you know, our CFL friends. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. So yeah, what's next slash new
1: tours? So,
0: uh, well,
1: thanks for asking. Yeah. What, what we're doing next? We've got uh, we've like we've always like I said earlier, we've always focused on local tourism. Mm-hmm helping locals explore. Yeah. At this point, I think after nine years, we're ready to ask what the tourism industry needs from us. Mm-hmm. And so with uh, with the help of some federal grants, we have been able to try to grow inbound tourism specifically for us in the craft beer tourism sector. So. There are tour buses that go through Montreal. Mm-hmm. They go through Quebec City. They go through Ottawa, and these tour buses are are places where people are given a, a snapshot of what the city is about. And we want to make sure that those people exploring our city, who are of age, yeah, uh, have the ability to find out that Ottawa is an amazing craft beer city. There are five to seven breweries with our which are within a very short drive of uh, our, our downtown historical center, and we believe we can make a great experience for them. So we're starting to work on
0: that now. Is there any kind of difficulty of like how throwing in certain breweries? It's like, okay, well maybe Dominion city doesn't belong with this mm-hmm. brewery or maybe this brewery doesn't belong with this brewery on the tour. like how, how long is it that you're sitting down planning these things out and trying to like get a person's flavor palette, getting, mm-hmm. you know, the people who show up, Oh, well a uh, guy who showed up, he just drinks Budweiser. He's like, what's this crap beer stuff? i well, try this mm-hmm. beer tour. Like, we we definitely have collections
1: on our website because we can tag tours mm-hmm. that are easy drinking or IPA heavy or malty, or and then you can also uh, you know sort them based on with activities or on the Quebec side or mm-hmm. whichever the trips are. But when it comes to the breweries, we usually create the routes based on our our destination's requirements because. The destinations may not have availability, so I might have said this is going to be a great route for our trip, but two of them, one of them said we have our own special event happening and the other one mm-hmm. said we're actually closed at 7 that night yeah. for a special okay. event, and, and so then we just kind of shift, but I, I believe that any brewery can be a great location for touring as long as they do the three things that we ask them to, which is uh, give guests a an amazing behind-the-scenes look at their brewery, give them samples, mm-hmm. and a conversation with somebody at that brewery. And that's, that's really important to us because if you walk in there and you get good beer and they let you look in the back room, but you don't talk to anybody, yeah. something was missing. Yeah. If they hardly give you any beer, they talk to you in the back room and that's not it either. Mm-hmm. So those three pieces are what we ask from any of our brewery partner destinations. And that's how we've been doing it from The beginning, so as long as those three are there, yeah. But we have made sure, as an example, small pony great beer. But if small pony was one of two destinations on a beer tour that was, say, going to CFL, yeah, I may very well get some feedback that sour, I hate sour beers, I just wanted some light, easy yeah. drinking beer.
0: So we will curate that way, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. so yeah, there's there's. Seems like there's pretty significant planning behind every kind of tour that gets. Yeah, well no, that's there. the so other thing. Thing. We don't
1: just create we like I said, mm. we don't create one route and then just put it on every day. Yeah, we create the routes specifically around the, the what's happening in in the community. So I just finished putting uh, all of December, and we're putting up January and February right now, leading into the Christmas season. We need to make sure January and February are pretty full because people get excited about what they're gonna buy for Christmas yeah. gifts around yeah. this time. So.
0: Uh, I meant to ask this earlier, um, the logo, the, the kind of the mm-hmm. bottle, and then you also have the growler with the wheels. Yeah. Who, who came up with that concept?
1: So, uh, we have a local designer that at a certain point lived in Montreal and is back here in Ottawa, Luke Norad. He, I gave him the, the, the name Brew Donkey. Mm-hmm. So the word mark, which you can see here, uh, is uh, a custom... Uh, Logo, uh, sorry, uh, font development that he created for us, and also obviously has the hop hop tail of the donkey that's hanging out. Then, with the beer tour and delivery business, this was our. Beer to mm-hmm. you business, and this was, and um, the one that's on yeah, our, the logo our here. glass here yeah. is the you to beer. So there was the okay. you to brew and brew to you. Yeah. And this was the bus one, and this was the bringing your home delivery to you. This is a, a an older shirt, and it's the only long sleeve I have, and it's a bit chilly <laughs> today. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, we're having a uh, regular October here. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to get a little yeah, bit uh, of this sure. before we take uh, we, off. We are about to wrap
1: up there. Yeah. So, um, So, yeah, this is Sunsplit of Mm Dayton City, which is now into the uh, LCBO. And uh, they've got uh, a pretty tasty beverage. Um, And they're one of our, like, best destinations for... uh, During 2019, they took three tours a weekend, almost every weekend. And that's why I say they're best, because I love all of my destinations (laughs) equally, like a father... (laughs) I love them all. (laughs) But (laughs) Dominion City really worked that muscle
0: in 2019. Awesome. toast. Well, Brad, thank you very much for uh, speaking with us today. And, you know, we'll be hopping on the bus and Mm -hmm. adding some footage to that for those who want to somewhat experience what the bus tour looks Mm -hmm. like. I've honestly got no other questions for you. Thank you very much for hosting us today. I appreciate anybody who's willing to take out their time to speak with us about their business when it comes to supporting local businesses. That's what we're about, and that's what you seem very much about too, which yeah. is why we wanted to speak to you. Uh, for those who are looking for Brew Donkey, where can they find you online and on social media? Uh, you can find us at www.brewdonkey.ca, or if you just search Brew Donkey, you'll find us.
1: Um, if you search Brew Monkey, you will not find us. <laughs> although you probably will if you search it on TripAdvisor, because somehow strangely, I guarantee, yeah, TripAdvisor thinks Donkey and Monkey are the same word, <laughs> so it says that we feature monkeys on our tours. <laughs> Um, but you, you can gotta have us- one with the Ottawa Zoo yeah there you go <laughs> if there was a zoo I wish um, so <laughs> we, we definitely we're on, on the internet we are also on Instagram and Facebook where you can find us and and obviously if they've got any questions they yeah. can reach out at hello at brewdonkey.ca uh, we answer all questions as soon as we can and if you're ever downtown and you're expo- you're looking to explore craft beer and you don't have time for a tour because you were not running one just email us and we'll, we'll help you find out what you could do in the downtown core Amazing. Thank you, Carp. Thank Appreciate you very it. much.
0: Um, all that's going to be in the show notes. As for us, allbeerinside.com is the website. At allbeerinside on all social media. And as you say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap. Thanks. Cheers, Thank man. you. Cheers. All right, so now we're talking with Kate, our guide of uh, this day's Brew Donkey tour. So, Kate, what attracted you to become a guide for Brew Donkey?
2: Well, I'm like, I'm, I'm a big craft beer lover in general and uh, and a consumer myself. And then I, I happen to have a friend uh, who was one of the main BrewDonkey employees for many, many years. His name's Alexi. He still is a casual with us, but has since moved on to more, you know, regular employment <laughs> structures. But Alexi was a pal, and I got talking to him one day and mentioned that I was looking for casual work. And he hooked me up with Brad, and then... It's just a great brand and it's a really fun way to spend you know some some extra time and make a little money and enjoy something that i love so yeah it's good
0: and how long have you been with brew donkey now
2: since i think it was late summer early fall of 2019 okay. but there's a couple of years in there that barely count right
0: <laughs> yeah there's uh, some major worldwide event i, I can't quite remember <laughs> i know you all couldn't go out and enjoy beer and we all had to get home deliveries um so out of your kind of uh beer adventures as out of ottawa um if you could do another tour by yourself and kind of make your own tour to go somewhere else to do a brew tour where would it be in that world in the world
2: so i'm from uh an area i'm from dufferin county which is uh yeah in more southern ontario central ontario is probably the description but dufferin county is about an hour hour and a half northwest of toronto and we've had some very exciting evolutions in brewmaking, and uh, also food local food organic produce etc restaurants so i would do a tour there and i would visit there's a handful of breweries out that way sonnen hill being one of them good lot being one of my personal favorites of all time good lot brewing and then we also have badlands brewing which is very interesting in the caledon area so i would do a little three-stop tour to those three breweries from my home hometown, you know, 15 minutes from where I grew up and where I've lived all my life. So
0: Uh, any uh, personal, uh, your own personal Instagram stuff, if you're looking for followers, where could people find you for your beer adventures?
2: Yeah, I don't actually Instagram all that much about my beer adventures. So I'd mostly say follow at BrewDonkey OTT because that's where you're going to find a lot of great content from, from my employers who I really support and love. And the Ottawa, greater Ottawa area brewing industry is great. My personal Instagram will not feed you any kind of relevant brew knowledge. I just drink the beer. I don't really plug for it other than, yeah, my home breweries that I that I mentioned there. Those are ones that I'd wrap for sure.
0: Friend of the show, Chris, from uh, Broadhead specifically said, science is hard and that's why I drink it. So
2: I love that, yeah. I While well, I was just talking to one of our guests about you know, that delicate balance between turning something that you love to consume into something that you do or like monetize yeah. in any real way. And I'm still very hard on the love to consume side. So yeah, just love local producers, the smaller, the better. And Stray Dog's a great example.
0: And that's where we're about is uh, supporting local. So thank you very much, Kate. Uh, thank you for being our guide today and uh, informing those of us who didn't know. Now, whenever you were asking questions on the guide, I'm like, I already know everything, I'm gonna shut up. So, uh, <laughs> but anybody who's looking for knowledge definitely Check out some Brew Donkey tour, especially Montreal, Toronto. You're not that far, so come and check them out. Amazing. Thank you very much, Kate.